0: think you're really going to enjoy uh, today's podcast. Uh, Larry Cordero, the head coach of LSU Alexandria, uh, NAIA, one of the phenomenal teams in America. Uh, This guy, flat out, undefeated last year, went to the semifinals and lost at the buzzer, okay, Uh, to go some absurd, Record of like 38 and 1, 36 and 1, 39 and 1. The guy's incredible. In four years, they're starting up a program and now has just brought the thing to like has 40 and 0 at home, uh, 80, like 6 and 9. His record is in three seasons as a coach. He's entering his fourth year and uh, just a really guy that just every day lives basketball. It's just a neat guy. Uh, known him for years and I thought it would be really good for our coaches that are that I ever have an interest in starting up a program he'll kind of give you a little bit of a blueprint of what it takes to get through and I think you're gonna really enjoy his enthusiasm and uh, how much he puts into his program he exhausts me when I'm around him he's so good he's so works so hard but I think you're really going to be in, intrigued by Larry uh but uh, after a short break you're going to come and we're going to introduce you to Larry Cordero Fast Model Sports is the world's most versatile basketball coaching software to help power your preparation Fast Model has developed the industry's best coaching software including the number 1 play diagramming and playbook software FastDraw FastDraw bridges the gap between whiteboarding and the digital world with an incredibly easy to use interface that can be used on both your computer and your iPad, providing maximum portability for your own personal play and drill database. Doesn't stop there. Along with FastDraw, they have other great programs such as FastCout, which I have used, which helps coaches create clean professional sky reports customized for your team. FastModel is trusted and used by every NBA team and WNBA team, and 85% of Division I college teams are Hey, welcome to another Coaching You Basketball podcast with the coach, Brendan Sir. And, uh, you know, I'm so excited today, as I mentioned in our opening, uh, Larry Cordero, the head coach at LSU Alexandria, LSUA, as we call it in state, the Generals. Um, Larry, great to have you on. And uh, it's so exciting uh, to see someone from the state uh, that I've known for a while, uh, you know, really just... You're amazing uh, what you've accomplished in three years. But thanks for being our guest today.
1: Coach, sir, it's an honor. Thank you for having me.
0: You know, one of the things that I, I'm intrigued by, and I often thought would be fun to do because, you know, you see it every now and then there'll be, you know, a job opening and uh, at any level. And and they'll say, you know, hey, we're going to start a program up, you know, and we're not going to get it started. So you come, we're going to hire a coach, and then the first year he's kind of going to get organized, and then we'll start a program up after that. Tell us about LSUA and how they decided a why they decided to all of a sudden start a program and the I want you really go into detail about you know the process of what you had to do if you'd be kind enough.
1: LSUA had a junior college program. I'm not sure for the amount of time back in the seventies, eighties. And about 10 years ago, it went from a two year to a four year institution. And they just started sports. They added, uh, initially it was baseball, softball, but they added men's, women's basketball, and men's, women's soccer, and tennis. And uh, just to get the enrollment going, just Mm -hmm. to boost the numbers. And and it's really worked. I thought we, I know we've brought a a buzz to our community, uh, some notoriety to our university. And at the beginning, I think they were just wanting to start a basketball program and just see where it goes from here. And little did they know and little did I know, to be honest, that we would be so successful in a short amount of time. But looking back, it was just a wild time, to say the least, just putting together a staff with little to no salary, recruiting players on little to no budget, Luckily, it's right here in the middle of Louisiana where I've been born and raised and, and went to college at LSU and from Ruston, Louisiana, So, and, and built relationships with the state high school coaches. So Most of our players, 90% plus, are probably homegrown Louisiana kids, so we were ready, really right off the, the bat able to recruit some, some talented players uh, that wanted to be a part of something new, and we sold that. We thought, hey, come be part of the very first team ever, and has the LSU letters, the name in in your team uh, name, and that's cool. It it captures some attention around the uh, the the country when you know you hear LSU A, and so we've been able to uh, piggyback off what Baton Rouge has done, and kind of made our own name now. Uh, The Alexandria Generals is what I was telling our players the other day, we kind of created our own uh, niche or our own uh, uh, brand within NAIA college basketball here. Looking back though, it's a once in a lifetime opportunity, but once is enough. It was quite a chore, long nights, nothing like we weren't used to before, even to this day, but just had to put in the time and uh, just, just it's our baby, you know, it's, it's growing up. It's a four year old child now, It's no longer an infant. It's off the ground. Went from crawling to to now walking, and hopefully we're running this year.
0: Well, let me ask you this, Larry. Okay, tell me about LSUA, the university, the school. Tell me about what the enrollment's like, just for people, because we have people not just from around the country that are listening uh, that are familiar with the LSU brand. It's one of the great brands in athletics in America. But uh, tell us, first of all, people around the country don't even know Alexandria, what it's you know, a really neat place. It is is a beautiful city in the middle of our great state. But tell tell people about what's the enrollment of LSUA?
1: 3,000 students is okay. what we are right now. Each year since we've been here, it's really 20, 30, 40, 50 percent. Uh, Fantastic. I'm not sure the numbers, but it's grown uh, for sure.
0: very smart move by the administration then no i mean and and it's you know we see that all the time uh you know education is now a business we see division three schools you know putting in football because there's no scholarships and they're getting students to walk on and pay to come to college to play college football so you know it's a it's a sound business model uh but tell me this you give me the size of your gym that you play in i think this is intriguing (laughs) <laughs> no and I I'm saying it, this in it is a positive small. way. Yeah. I,
1: I guess we can fit 400 max. Okay. We have standing room only at our home games. Uh we've it put in bleachers just last year on the other side. We'd rolled in bleachers from the campus whether it be the tennis or the soccer fields or wherever. We we had some some purple bleachers on one side. Now we we're matching so we were able to have enough success and the school stepped up and put in bleachers on both sides and every place we can put a seat in there we now have one it's it's called the fort
0: yep the mascot
1: is the generals and uh, one of my assistant coaches back when we started it named it the fort and it's kind of stuck and everyone knows it it's actually got the words written on the floor the fort
0: i think that's a, it's such a neat name and it gives a you know a sense of you coming into the fort you and and you're not going to win a game and and tell me <laughs> this is the most intriguing thing tell me what your record is at home
1: well, sad to say, our PA announcer a couple of days ago, he, he passed away, and he was very oh. good at calling our games. And I know he he and we were undefeated. Uh, I'd be lying if I tried to tell you if it was 38, 39, 40. Yeah. I do know the Th- loss column is, is zero, yeah. credit that? to our players. But we I'd say we're 39 or 40 and 0 at home. I've kind of lost track counting and just trying to keep that loss column at a zero. I do know that.
0: That's, a, that's absolutely amazing. And tell – now you know, so, I mean – uh, so if you know we we would like you know if you need any games people would like to play we would all, we'll only play them at the fort you know because I I want people to come up there and get their butt kicked so you get a little f- feeling of that tell me though uh you know now you you came and you worked with some really good college coaches you know and you grew up in Ruston and stuff and you know La Tech basketball but then you know you worked you know you came and worked you know under John Brady who's a terrific coach uh you worked at Texas Arlington and you were at Southeastern Louisiana so you been around good programs uh tell me about how did you decide on what style of play was going to be larry cordero style
1: someone asked me where we're going to run the very first year i said <laughs> we're going to, we're gonna run floor <laughs> <laughs> we do like to get up and down and push the ball uh, we uh, kind of a blend from john brady from eddie mccarter to Jim Yarbrough, who I most recently worked with for eight years. All three of those guys are, are outstanding guy. coaches and don't get enough credit that they deserve. But i have kind of taken a little bit from each one. And basically we almost – uh we call it a versatility offense. We like to get up and down, but if for some reason we have a bunch of size like we did last year – we have a bunch of good sets where we can get the ball inside, just take advantage of mismatches. I, I wouldn't say that that Larry Cordero, even in his young career, has any one set. Uh, you know, It's not a dribble drive or it's not a, a Bo Ryan offense. It's, uh, I'm still developing and, and uh, adjusting to what we have from year to year and really giving our players some freedom. Sometimes I feel like we have too many sets, too much in. I'd like to give them just some creativity, and we've put in a con- – continuous ball screen offense one of my assistant coaches did who's no longer with us and that worked pretty well had some really good guards uh, a few years ago and they, they were able to make some plays off that so you know we just kind of open-minded to whatever uh whatever is needed for that particular season
0: you know my my recommendation now uh, with coaches when we talk all over the country is you know uh, to be like you're saying, open-minded, but also the game is changing now. And, uh, you know, we've seen it in the NBA where, you know, some of the best ideas come out of. And we see that the game has turned into a very much a flow offense. It's turned into, you know, you have to be able to play concepts, I think. And if you can and the kids that you're getting, uh, you know, if you can teach them some really good concepts and teach them more what I call how to play – rather than plays I think that's the key to the future you know if you can teach them both offensively and defensively the concepts not you know how to handle a scouting report and things like that but how to play when you're when you're playing uh defensively what's 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 your style of play that you like to use at LSUA
1: we play man to man. We don't get out and pressure the ball and play like the Arkansas Razorbacks, who we just recently hired one of their former managers. He's in his first year out of college and he's coaching here. But we don't get up and and play uh, all out that wild. But we do like to be, uh, you know, really hard nosed, tough minded taking charges, blocking out, giving you one shot only. Last year we were able to control the boards on a a plus 10 margin, which was, you know, Mm -hmm. tops in the country. Really want to defend and rebound at a high level. Uh, Just know the scouting report, know players' tendencies. Uh, We've done a good job in, in guarding with our defensive numbers and field goal percentage defense. We've really gotten down and, and just gotten in stances and played man-to-man. Just here recently, a lot of our players, they want to switch. We, we call that white, uh, white on rice. We're switching. And I, I told them after the game, we made an adjustment during the scrimmage recently. I said, guys, I'm not that smart and I'm not that soft of a coach to just rely on our guy. You know, they want to switch and call it a – no. We're, let's, switching is out the window. We want to, you know, stay into your man and lock in and guard your yard and guard your man.
0: Well, I, I I think your players might be uh, onto something, though, because uh, what, if you have uh, w- what we're finding out now, if you have same similar sized players, if you do, yes, uh, it's really, uh, really becoming something because it's really uh, if you watch in the NBA now, uh, so much has gone to switching and it's really hurt teams in the pick and roll, the ball screen offenses, because coaches frankly don't know what to do a lot of times when that and if players can't make plays but switching doesn't uh, mean just switching you know there's an art to it and boy you got to defend uh, when you yes, do right. so but it you know it's like anything else Larry you know I mean the idea of drilling and drilling and drilling no matter what you run uh offensively or defensively you know that's how you're going to get better how is your schedule this year our
1: schedule's strong. Each year we've made it tougher on purpose because we've been able to go to the national mm-hmm. tournament in Kansas City three of three years, and now the goal is to win a national championship in order to do that. Uh, I think we need to play top-notch competition, play anyone, anytime, anywhere. Uh, we we uh, have a tough schedule. We, we have 14 home games. A, lo- a lot of our games, non-conference versus teams that have gone to the national tournament, such as Xavier, they've gone just about every year. They've had a program, it seems like. We play them home and home. We also have Sagu, who comes here and plays. They make the national tournament. Dillard, Coach Mike Newell down in New Orleans, has uh, built a little uh, a powerhouse down there in a short amount of time. They go to the national tournament, I think, every year that he's been there. We're pl- we're going down to New Orleans and playing. Uh, that'll be our first road test, I think, November the 20th. So we, our schedules are pretty tough, and that's on purpose. And we thought we did that last year, too, and we were able to get through the regular season without a loss. And that was really cool and special. But uh, this year, I don't I don't know if that's, we're going to be fortunate to have that. I'd I take a loss or two or three or four in the <laughs> regular season if we can cut down the nets in Kansas City, a goal that we fell short of. One in five in a row, though, is,
0: is, is no small order in Kansas City in March. I can't even imagine. I can't even imagine. Tell me about – uh, the River Conference here, it seems like a, a, a really amazing to go 18-0 last year there.
1: The Red River is a well-coached, uh, kind of spread out in Texas league. Sometimes I joke and call it the Wild River. I mean, you don't know <laughs> what you're going to get when you go to Langston. You have to travel to Hobbs, New Mexico. Ryan Wall at Arleigh the Lake does a really good job. One of my former assistants for three years, Jay Smith, uh, left us in the summer and took over a Wiley program that's been to the national tournament three of the past four years. They won the Red River the year before we came in, and so they've got a really good program already. And Shreveport, up the road, Shreveport's been dominant for for years since they started their program about a decade before ours. Uh, They went out this year and really brought in a a talented recruiting class, and they're always a handful. So there's a lot of good teams. Uh, We go to a bunch of NBA cities. We play in San Antonio, Dallas, near Oklahoma City, Houston, so it's it's a neat wow. little uh, travel list.
0: I was just going to say, uh, you get some miles on there, huh?
1: We do. We were able to take our players to a Rockets game when they played the Jazz, I think, two years ago. That's awesome. So e- each year when the NBA schedule comes out, we try to find a way or who a connection to whether it's the Rockets, the Mavericks, or OKC in Oklahoma when we go play Lynx. And we want the guys to... You know, have a little fun, too. If it works, a night before or a night after a game, we'll try to fit that in.
0: That's awesome. That, that's great. Now, when do you? When are you able to start practice this year? What, what well, in the, the NIA, you have
1: 24 weeks. Okay. You have to start at your last regular season game, and you rewind for 24 weeks. You get to choose your 24 weeks. Of course, the games, or whether it be Christmas, Thanksgiving, in the past, the three seasons, we started on Labor Day. That was kind of our – our tip-off of the practice this year, we bumped back uh, a little bit later, a week after Labor Day, and we started practice then. So we get going uh, way before a lot of other teams. I guess NCA wise are able to practice. Uh, we're we're into it uh, right away early.
0: And that makes a, it makes for a lot of a terrific opportunity for a guy that loves to coach like you. Hey, let's take a second to tell you about one of our partners, Doctor Dish. Dr. Dish basketball shooting machines are the most high-tech and durable basketball shooting machines on the market today. Each shooting machine was designed specifically for high repetition training to allow players to improve through technology. Dr. Dish offers game-like training to give hundreds of shooting reps in just minutes and to provide powerful analytics to help players improve their game. Dr. Dish has also introduced Skill Builder, which is the first of its kind in of basketball shooting. Industry that enables coaches and players to stay connected, design and upload training exercises that combine shooting, conditioning and ball handling into one complete workout and instantly receive feedback on their workout, allowing for real time adjustments and improved performance. It is without question the most innovative basketball training machine on the market. It's been the official shooting machine of coaching you for the last two years. To learn more about Dr. Dish, log on to drdish.com basketball.com or follow them on twitter at dr dish b ball larry you know when you take over a program you've had incredible success um uh, you know what, what's the dream for yourself what, what do you what do you, i know you want you know to, to win a national championship there but uh in in this sport you know what, what, what would you like to do someday
1: well, right here, right now. Of course, the task at hand. Make the big time where you are. I'm very happy in Alexandria. I've had sure. a, a couple Division One interview opportunities on campus. One each of the past years. Uh, recently, just really focusing on on here, and, and maybe sometimes I I could do more with. With my career, and I should be picking your brain to see what I what I can do better. Because ultimately, the 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 end goal job is to, to coach at the Division One level and win a national championship on that stage. Uh, will it happen? Uh, you know, it's a competitive business. There's a lot of other quality coaches out there. You you've got to almost be uh, good and lucky. But really, just I want to make a legacy and impact uh, wherever I coach. This is college basketball. Tickled to death to even have a chance at, at, at my lack of playing career at my short stature or whatever you want to call it. I, you know, I, I'm happy and, and blessed to be where I'm at, but I do also have bigger goals and hopefully a bigger challenge down the road. But uh, right now, currently this one's uh, uh, my plate's full with this one and we just go one day at a time and, and just see what the future has. And hopefully, uh, you know, there's some opportunities down the road, whether it be uh division one or in state or, but I don't want to, just jump ship just to you know I could see myself being here for for years as long as they'll have me, but if there's another opportunity. We'll just take that if and when it comes.
0: Well, my advice when I uh, you know talk to you know younger coaches about you know their career is always that the job that you have is the best one that you have, and to, to throw it and invest everything you can into it, and that's what you're doing. And uh, you know, what? I'm really blown away by the things that you're doing, not just with your players, not just with your team, not the success that you've had, but also what you're doing in the community and at the school and in town uh you know talk about some of the things that you've had to do and that that's part of growing a program i think that you know uh you know guys like uh you know sometimes if you're not at the d1 level you know you have to do a lot more than other people so you know like you know i'm i'm blessed enough to know so much about you but you know You know, I mean, from a couple of weeks ago, having a 5K run to having a a free camp at at Christmas for kids in the area to all the camps that you have during the summer, your team camps, speaking in town. uh, You know, it's all an important part of it. Talk to me about your philosophy of, of, of how to invest in the community.
1: You know, you, you mentioned the community. It gave me goosebumps a, a, a few seconds ago. Just all that we do. We have a weekly schedule. We type up and we give our guys every Sunday, whether it be team church, whether it be the Sunday skills camp we just finished yesterday with about 15 youngsters uh, in, in the gym. We do that every year. We like you said the 5K. We've been doing that three years now. I was once a runner and and, and conquered a marathon as an assistant at Southeastern before I moved up here. I was. Big and bold and thought I'd run marathon number two in season number two. I said, guys, we're going to win 26 games in year two. I'm going to run 26 miles. I'm going to dedicate it. I'm, I'm not I'm just going talk it, but I'm going to walk it. That lasted for about two weeks. This job is a marathon, and, and we do a lot. Our players say, Coach, we work eight days a week around here, and, and most weeks we do. We get out in the community and uh, we serve. We we uh, we we have mentors that our, our players are able to cling on to and to learn from. Uh, we have cookouts. We go to elementary games and support you know, little kids as they come to our games. I mean, just looking back over the years, whether it be a trick-or-treat street on campus, which is something that LSUA does, that we dress up in our game jerseys and set up a goal and hand out schedules and we sing in hospitals, Christmas songs. I mean, just you name it, free clinic at Peabody we did in our first year just to give back uh, i mean this is really an a to z program all encompassing we we do the most we, we do a lot we lift weights early and we, we practice we do study hall i mean just like every other program probably does in the country uh, we just try to be you know sharper and better every single day and we want our guys to be champions in the three c's the classroom first the court and then of course the community we want them to be well-rounded eventually their jump shots going to fade away, and and their grades are, they're going to stick with them, or their character and the life lessons that they learned. You know, I want to make an impact that's going to you know last a lifetime with some of these guys. They're not going to be ball players forever, but they're going to be men that can go have a family, be husbands, be fathers, and that's in this short little one year to four or five year window that we have them. We want to touch lives and give them a. Things that they can remember for the rest of their life.
0: That's fabulous, uh, Larry. And I was just thinking of this uh, as you were, you know, talking about the different things. All right, let's take a. You know, I'll, I'm I'm listening to this podcast. Um, I don't care what level you're coaching at. Give me three things that you've learned in the in your four years there that you might not have known coming in, or that you've learned to get better at that are important in running a program anything
1: well one thing that comes to mind there are different personalities you know our team is you've got loose guys tight guys you've got just type a's you got got guys uh, high risk academically you've got to be able to adapt and adjust and uh, just kind of be like a, a is it a chameleon? Is am I pronouncing that right? Yep. Somebody that can just be in there and get along with, with with with, with any person from any background. Uh, I think that's something that I guess I've been able to do. People are like, how are you? How do you coach him? Like, uh, we've got our leading scorer. He's he's a handful. He's an NEI All American. He's uh, <laughs> not shy. He's uh, just kind of outgoing, and everyone. He's just the personality of our program. Sometimes good, good or bad. And I, I think that's one thing is you got to be able to uh, manage and, and lead people. And, uh, you know, the work ethic sticks out to me, you know, learning from my father at a young age and just seeing what my brother's done up in Omaha as a triple A general manager. And, you know, the rest of my family come from a big family play sports, but we had a lot of fun, but my dad worked uh, all the time. And that's, that's really what we've done here is we talk about workers or winners, winners or workers. And, Let's come in here and outwork, folks, and I think that's what we've been able to do. Is just our our blueprint to our success has been just the, the work ethic part. So, and then the third thing maybe is just letting these folks know that we really care about them. I think they know that more than the players, but as people, we really put uh, them first. As people, we, we 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 say we're a players first program and my, my guys joke with me and they say, Coach, I thought you said we were a players first program or whatever the situation may be, but we do want to put them first in all that we do and the decisions and we want to just give them all we can. So I guess just being a selfless leader. Mm-hmm.
0: That's what leadership is. It's all about the people you lead. It's not about yourself. Um, and so you've really encompassed it. You've really... Um, you you know, you're off to an amazing start in your career. Uh, you know, and I just see great things for you. Uh, I, I don't have to give you any tips. I'm probably going to ask you to give me some tips, okay, because I'm still learning. But uh, folks, uh, you know, follow Larry Cordero. Uh, Larry, tell people how they can get in touch with you, how they can follow you on Twitter.
1: My Twitter name, I believe, is Larry Cordero simply my name our lsua hoops is probably the one you want to follow that's our twitter page i'm very fortunate to have a staff we have the best manager in college basketball at any level his name is dan roy he's been here for four years and people ask what are you going to do when he leaves i say i'm gonna leave with him (laughs) he came here as a soccer player they started program and Put out a manager ad, and he showed up at my door. And he's just really grown to go work Steph Curry camps, USA Basketball. He's a young star in the making. Uh, he runs our Twitter page along with some other assistants that we have. We've really put together a staff uh, that's uh, that, that that's strong. Uh, you know, I think a program is is really known when you have good assistant coaches, and that's what we've had is. Is really great assistant coaches these past few years. But back to the Twitter question at LSUA Hoops. LSUA Hoops is our Twitter name.
0: Well, good. And if uh, anyone wants to come and see you guys practice, uh, you know, uh, or anything in the, the gym state, is open. yeah,
1: we're we're south of Alexandria. We're kind of out here in the, in, the, in the middle of everything, but next to nothing. We're uh, just an isolated campus. It's a beautiful campus, uh, you know. It, 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 it's a place where players can focus on school and 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 practice and, and ball and. Our weight room's improved. We've got a strength coach this year. I mean, just to see where we started from, where we didn't even have a bus, not sure how we were going to get the games. Now the school stepped up and provided us two nice new buses. So we've come a long way in a short amount of time, and hopefully we can – we can keep going. We can get all the way to the moon. I'd like to get up to Kansas City and win a national championship, but we're going to try to win our first game on November the eighth versus Xavier coming to town. We're starting a little late this year. I did that on purpose. We've got to don't tell don't tell why players. don't tell
0: why. I think that's a great line, but don't tell why. I think that's that's secret strategy. I think that's smart though, you know. But you're yeah, starting you a little can. later, but I think you know it's going to pay off in the long run. I promise we, you, I'm going to come up and see. So. I'm going to come up and see you this year. And we hope that we can
1: 4 Pete and win a, a fourth Red River Conference Championship. Those things haven't been easy. We've been able to go three for three in the regular season and two of three in the conference tournament.
0: Larry, you're special, man. I, I wish you guys the best of luck, you and the Generals, and uh, look forward to coming up and seeing you guys play. And, uh, and any of you fans from Louisiana that uh, coaches high school or whatever, college, Go and see uh, Larry and his program. Uh, Really neat and really one of the really fun people and neat people in basketball. Larry Cordero, my friend, LSUA, uh, great to have you on. Coach,
1: sir, thank you. I just hope we can do as good a job as you and and, and Zach does. I thank you all for what you're doing this year for all these coaches throughout the country.
0: Well, appreciate it, brother. Thank you much, and good luck this season.
1: Awesome. Talk to you soon.
0: Hey, big thank you to our sponsors at Dr. Dish, the world's best Shooting machine and skill developer. Uh, I think you're really, if you're really into basketball training, getting your players better, Dr. Dish is one of your answers to improve both your players' development and it's improved my coaching. And of course, our friends at Fast Model Uh, Fast Draw, Fast Scout, the must need of every coach in basketball. Uh, right now we are working on approaching 1000 plays we've put into my little playbook and library at coaching you. And, uh, I'm trying to set a record now of all my plays. So make sure you get, uh, you register and get all the things that you need for your season from our friends at fast model. Hey, till our next time, this is the coach Brendan, sir.